Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is to you. No, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Hello, you're very welcome to the Slideway Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2, Adrian Partland here with the usuals, Ronan Moriarty and Russell Boy, lads, how are we today? Yeah, great, good to be here. We're very excited, big guest tonight coming up. What did uh, you say, our first blue ticker? He's got our first one with a blue tick, yeah. Um, is On it? Twitter, does, that is. Mona... <laughs> <laughs> it's a new form of tick from Riverside. Uh, <laughs> Mona McLeary doesn't have a blue tick, no? Col- Owen Colgan? Oh, he's short. No, he's not on Twitter. Okay. So Johnny Kenny Jr. coming up. Um, we probably have a few different listeners in tonight now from <laughs> yeah. across the pond. Our first SPL player, we'll put it. Yeah, yeah. There's a few excited Celtic supporters I met yesterday now in Foley's. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's people are, people are pumped to hear from Johnny. Yeah, I got a question in from one of my mates in Glasgow, big Celtic fan, uh, Kevin Donnelly. I told you about him. His brother Kieran scored in Ibrox for Albion Rovers he, he against Rangers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, great tale. Yeah. Two Celtic diehards. These fellas, you've had... Um, some crazy summers with them over yes, the years. Yes, in Strand Hill. They come to Strand Hill for years. Lovely summers <laughs> in the sand dunes. Fond memories. Rolling around the sand dunes. <laughs> Frolicking, yeah. So Johnny's coming up very shortly because we know a lot of you are tuning in for that. We hope you'll stay with us after that. Um, we've got all the usual bits. GA Roundup, Rugby, Roscoe's Disappointed. Marty, you're disappointed on the, ju- on the junior soccer roundup as well. Yeah, yeah, you're gloating over there. Yeah. Some slight, not gloating. <laughs> just and some slight Rovers chat. And then a round of other sports as well. Yep. And not forgetting, coming up straight after Johnny, round two of Sligo or not Sligo are, are world famous now. Um, yeah, game. people seem to have enjoyed the game now. Marty, you were looking for revenge against Roscoe. Well, you're, you're oh, it was a draw. A draw. No, I don't know. I'm not going to go 2-0. Oh, he, he won last week. Now, he, or two he, weeks the word was integrity. You put a hard question in. But you're, they're supposed to be hard. Like, He's got some good ones here. He asked you, like, shoot the crows. And then no, asked I'll let, me I'll let, I'll let the quiz place. master... If I had to ask him some simple ones for just to tease it in. They're not so simple today, I'll tell you that. Oh, I'm looking forward to For those in the axe throwing community tuning in, Hjola McGowan, the... The Axe Chore. Yep. We interviewed her last week. That's going to go out in next week's show. Up um, the Chuckers. 
the axe mm. chuckers. Johnny came in. Johnny came in, so we had to get Johnny on tonight um, because he's going to be tied down. And Kiola isn't in the Axe Twine World Championships until August, so Kiola will be on next week's show. Episode it's, a good, it's a good listen. Three. Yeah, it's a good listen. That was done. And that was it. So, shall we get him out? The Riverstown Rascal. Let's get him in. Let's get Johnny Kenny in. Okay, joined by Johnny Kenny. Great for the town. Great for the town. Johnny, you're very welcome to the Slag Web podcast. Um, we've been interacting with you for a while, but it's great to finally have you on the show. No bother. Thanks for having me on now, and I can't wait to talk to you. Ah, no bother, boy. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're a great white hope. We're clinging on to you. We're jumping on the bandwagon with you. We're going to follow the career. Uh, Johnny, I suppose, first of all, the, the move to Celtic has been in the papers, I suppose, and everywhere all over the social media. So... How are, you, how are you settling in in Glasgow is the first thing we'd like to ask you. Yeah, I'm happy out now. I've had a rough patch, if I'll be honest with you. I'm out injured now for a few weeks and I'm just out of isolation and I'm on oh. the hunt for an apartment. So I love it over here, but just have to get an apartment now that to settle down. Were you, were you isolating or did you have COVID, John? I know it's a personal question. You don't have to answer. <laughs> uh, my driver that brings me to training had COVID, so I had to isolate for 10 days. Ah. Your driver, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred drivers were around. <laughs> we were. Uh, we've all had the boat here, anyway. So yeah, yeah. We got out of the way. Yeah. How's the apartment home going, going, Johnny? Will you? Oh, stressful. stressful. Is it? <laughs> will you, you go for? Will you live alone? Will you? Yeah, I live alone beside two of the boys. Um, but I found a good apartment. Ah, you'll get one. You'll get one. Come here. Um, so I suppose. We're going to go back to the start with the, the interview, yeah. Johnny. And again, thanks for coming on. So you're from Riverstown originally. Um, I suppose you, <laughs> your dad would be pretty famous. He would have been an absolute hero for me and Murty and Moses of Sligo. Um, where did it all start? I suppose Arrow Harps, was it? And I suppose the back garden probably as well. <laughs> yeah, start with Arrow Harps, the back garden, kicking the shit out of the brothers and <laughs> stuff like that. But um, yeah, I played Arrow Harps the whole way till under. 14 or 15, joined Rovers then at 13, but our Harps is very good too. It's, it's a kilometre from my house too, so. You, you're six brothers, isn't it, Johnny? Five. Five, or six of Jesus Christ. Too many. There was a bit of trouble in that house growing up, was there? Ah, there was, but we're over it now. <laughs> a couple of lads play for our Harps as well now, the men's team, don't they? One of them, anyway. One plays for That's the men's it. team, yeah. Did you go football or two? Shouldn't be let on the pitch that much. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them fucking played, turn up for the, we played the Shower Gales in the County Minor final there before Christmas. Yeah, Karen and Niall were on that. Yeah, they were good, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you play, did you play at GA as well, Johnny? Because I know your father would play for Sligo as well as Yeah, as I played it a year and a half ago, I won the Minor B Championship at Shower Gales. I'm a minor B touch of myself. <laughs> we bet Shamrock Gales in the final back in 2003. You're in Penny. Yeah, we should be And come here, Johnny, would you like, growing up, would you have known like the stories about your father playing for Rovers and winning the cup? Like, that was like, I, we were only being seven or eight at that stage, but even I remember it was such a big deal in the town for them a couple of weeks. Like, I assume, like, he was an ex- exceptional footballer as well. Yeah, he was, to be fair. I, I give him a bit of credit now. I don't give it too much, but um, <laughs> ah, yeah, even when you were young, going into the showgrounds, they'd be like, if they're anything like your dad, you'd be a great player, and stuff like that. But hopefully go on to do better things than he did. 
That's a good, a good thing to say, Johnny. Anyway. Uh, I actually played against him in Astro a few years ago. Were you playing that time? Was that the only thing? I played, I played one Astro again. He's still playing. He still has it, anyways. Oh, he played for he played G- Gaelic last year, didn't he? No, he was. He's delusional. But Such know. a madman. <laughs> yeah, he's happy at it. So let him at it. That is a good man. And of course, Mick, your uncle as well. I've seen you said before, he was uh, an influence also, was he? Yeah, he's great, to be fair. Uh, he brought me to training every day last year. Couldn't thank him enough, really. And, ah, uh, yeah, he's good crack, to be fair to him. <laughs> a fine footballer, too. Used to mm. score a lot of goals. He's a, great, he's a critical one. <laughs> you were good ground and so Johnny in the background. Um, so you say you went to Rovers at thirteen, was it? Yeah, thirteen. Stayed under fifteen. Yeah. And how did you How did you find that? Was it like was I obviously a step up from Arrow Harps? Yeah, step up, and I was. As Connor said in an interview the other day, I was so small you could have put me on a wedding cake. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was small, but I enjoyed it. Now it was good. And third, you're always you're always kind of playing a few years above yourself, weren't you? Like even before last season, I remember you, were, you went to the run of scoring four goals a game for yeah, under nineteen. Yeah, yeah, I played a few games in the nineties last year. Um, yeah, I'd always play one up and I was, and yeah, done all right to be fair. So try pace, pace is the game, isn't it? Get in behind them. Oh, run at them. <laughs> Jeez, I, would, I would love to toss him at your back in my day now. Um, <laughs> I always like coming against the PC player. <laughs> Kick him up in the air. <laughs> yeah. I would have been gone. I would have pulled the hamstring, I'd say, two seconds. Um, but that time, with the under 19s, do you remember you scored four goals in that final up in UCD? That yeah, was. That yeah, that was probably the first time, you know, like it was probably the first time I know we had the famous tweet. Or we had mentioned them in the, in the mentioned you were on drugs yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in the Christmas yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> we were drinking that night, to be fair. And it wasn't me, it was Taylor. It was good drugs. I meant, <laughs> I meant performance enhancing drugs. Performance enhancing drugs. Um, but yeah, that was when he first came to prominence, I suppose. And then the, the season started with the the seniors the next year, and you were in. That was, yeah. well, it was only last January, really. It was yesterday, last year, I signed with Rovers. Jesus. Fresh on contract. Yeah. That's some foreign yeah. wind, isn't it? Really, like, yeah. it's, uh, a lot has happened I since then. Signed three contracts since then. <laughs> 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 we signed none of us yet. <laughs> um, how did you find Johnny when you went in then to like obviously training with the seniors? Ah, yeah, I was. I was looking forward to it, but I was scared at the same time. But they were good lads, to be fair. Um. I had John Mahan there too to look after me, so you know if anything went wrong. <laughs> and he's always across the water now as well. He is, he is. He's only away uh, half an hour down the road from me. There's no, there'll be nobody left in the showgrounds for us to watch this year, now, I'm afraid. Oh no. <laughs> um, we'll have to call a few players. Yeah, come on, Buckley. <laughs> Johnny Kenny says sign our placement. We did, we did today. That's going to be the headline. Johnny Kenny, you know, <laughs> Johnny, K- Johnny Kenny states, no one can replace me. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, but come here, you said, was it daunting in the dressing room? Because um, you're only 17 then, or are you just gone 18? No, you're 17 yeah. this time last year. 17, yeah. I know going, it's all right, to be fair. Going into an adult dressing room, like with some grizzled professionals. But who, who took you under the wing? Ah, they all did really, but they're Dave Cawley, Greg, and Gary Buckley. They were very good to be fair to them, and they're experienced players, and they know how to. It was them one day too, so yeah. they really helped me. Was it you that had a good story about Greg Bulger and Johnny? Well, Greg told a good story of you being on the bus to the away game. 
and your brother's driving a tractor beside it. <laughs> and he was just sitting on the back, man told me, yeah, that's Patrick driving the tractor off the road. <laughs> and Greg says he looks out, and there's this 12-year-old that looks exactly like Johnny, <laughs> driving a tractor. <laughs> uh, and that was on the way to St. Pat's game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. But um, I suppose you started the season um, in a fashion, like you... You took off where you left off the underage teams, Johnny. Um, I'd say it was some feeling to get your first goals in, like just in front. I know the crowds weren't really in at the time, but just to be 17 years old, scoring for Sligo Rovers, that was the dream, was it always? Yeah, it was. It was. To be fair, I thought now I should have scored before I did score, but when it came, it came. And I couldn't have found an easier one as well. But I was actually yeah. to give us something anyway, John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, myself, I know it's great to be fair. Yeah, um, myself and Murty actually done uh, we done commentary for the Cork City Cup game. Yeah, we haven't been invited back since. We haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you missed, you weren't playing that day. We were disgusted. Um, we had a few That's shouts of love for you. But yeah, we haven't been, uh, we haven't been um, called back since to our commentary booth. Scheduling conference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so come here, Johnny. Like, I know you signed a new contract during the season, and it was a, a, a few like. It was a three-year contract? Three years, yeah. So it looked like we might have you for a while longer, but when when did the when did you know first of interest from Celtic and other clubs, I suppose? Yeah, I knew pretty early, to be fair. Um, I signed mm. that in the middle of October, but I had planned on staying then, and then I finished off the season very well, got goals, went away with Ireland, scored goals. So that only hyped up more attention. And then through December, I've had offers and stuff like that so I said I'm on a young one so I'm as well try it now 100% and with a minor B medal in your back pocket as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've done a lot but I suppose I was going to get on to the island bit as well um, like that was a week a dream week scored in three games yeah like that, that obviously the as well and rep, never mind representing your country I'd say it was yeah. brilliant you yeah, scored against Pats and Bowles. You scored against Pats and Bowles. You decided that as well. Yeah, no, the legs were tough now <laughs> against Bowles when we played them. But yeah, I was unreal to play for your country. That were my first caps too, and thrown in in all three games, and hopefully done all right. And hope we'll be yeah. back fit now for the next group stage. You did surely. When when is that actually, Johnny? What's the 20, what's the twenty third of March? We have England, Portugal, and Armenia in the group. Where are they? Where are them games on? Uh, St George's in England, I think. Oh, <laughs> I won't come over to that one. <laughs> is that is that um? That's obviously Euros qualifying, is it? Yeah, last stage, top the group to go through. Johnny, you had to score a Celtic, a Sligo man playing for Celtic, scoring against England for Ireland. Now, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Will you have something written under your t-shirt. Hoping you score, to pull up. Um. So, like again, when Celtic come in, was it only them? You have to say, yeah, here I suppose. Ah, yeah, it was, to be fair. Um, I had offers, but Celtic is Celtic. It's big fan page here and at home. And I thought it was a good chance. Um, I seen how Scales came over. He was playing regularly here and came over. He's done so well, to be fair to him. And hopefully I follow and play as well as him. Yeah. Um, what, sorry, I just lost my train of thought there for a second. So coming over, you came over with, a, I suppose, a flurry of new signings. Um, What's that been like? Have you all kind of helped yourselves? Get, I know you were in isolation, so it's very different for you, but has there been six new signings in the last few weeks? 
Um, there's been definitely five, Emma. Is there? Five, yeah. three, three Japanese boys have been good. Um, and there was a new one yesterday. Um, yeah, but they've been all been good, and all the players have that are there have helped us in all the experienced ones like Joe Hart, Callum McGregor, and all even them all the young lads. They've all been very welcoming and make feel at home. So it's it's grand. I like it. Love it here. Yeah, and I suppose there's massive connection with Sligo and Celtic as well. Like, um, yeah, Willie next day. Willie, Willie's a good man. I've been chatting to him recently now over the last few days, getting through isolation. I've been talking to him, but yeah, Willie's been good. Willie's a good man. He camped out in Ballymoter a few weeks back. He did, yeah. He slept out in the rough. And thank you. Yeah. Takes a brave man, camped out in Ballymoter, tell you to <laughs> <laughs> Of course, Willie would have managed your father as well. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle, yeah. yeah. Full circle. That's mad. Um, come here, question for you. We'll get to the questions that people have sent in because there's quite a bit as well. But a question for you here now. Before Christmas, you were at the Arrowhead Strand Celtic game. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Did you well, we score about 7-0? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We don't care about that. Uh, but did you try and come on? No, I did not. There's a wide room where you tried to come on, seriously, at half time. Oh. No, that's not me. No. Uh, <laughs> I agree, I believe him. There was, seriously. Sure, it was about 4-0 at half time. I was only three. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, Marty? Uh, no, just probably a bit Not more. Me. Just on last season, Johnny, I suppose, what, what was the... Um, like, the season started so well. And, like, at one stage, like, like I know, like, Wolves are probably punching above the weight at the start of the season, but did you feel, like, I know probably after we went away and won one against Shams, you know, it felt like the title was on. Obviously, there was a bit of blip in the summer, but did you feel like the league was on at any stage? I thought it was. It was you were top of the league after beating the champions on their backyard. It had to be on, but it just didn't fare out that way. But it was still a great achievement to come third. Yeah, yeah. And would you have then, like, actually, it was, I suppose it was when the fans came back that actually the downturn in form happened. But did you find it different yourself now, like the show, like the showgrounds when it's in a good mood and a good buzz like it's, it's, like it's, it's a great place to play and score goals yeah it is there's a great buzz to be fair and the fans are unreal they're singing it's fairly loud now when you're on the pitch um, but yeah it's unreal to be playing there unfortunately now we did go through a blip when they first came in but um, we got through it and we made our goal at the end I know. yeah and that was like you know European football really was well you know like there was a couple of weeks there towards the end of the season where it did look like that even that might go get away from us had your favourite goal you scored last year? Good question. Um, the one up in Finn Harps because it really kickstarted us. I thought yeah. I started my form coming into the last few weeks and pushed on then got a few for the team and we scored Europe. Yeah, yeah. And um, this, the game, actually, just you referenced it, the game against, the last game of the season against Bulls. Bulls. Like, that was probably, like, and I know you were probably out on your feet, but the, probably the first half was probably, I'd say, your best performance. In all yeah, probably, yeah, probably wasn't. I wasn't fit to move. Every sprint, I was, <laughs> my legs were just so sore. But yeah, I did. I thought I did all right that day. Um, the two bucks from Bulls were terrified of you. The two center halves. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But yeah, yeah you're too modest. Against Bulls, to be fair to them. Yeah, you good record against them. Yeah. Great commentary for your goal as well from Joey that time. Ah, uh, Joey's <laughs> the best commentator out there, isn't there? Hey, hey. <laughs> he would have done a bit of coaching with that. He's an old Lara Hearst man as well, isn't he? Ah, he's, he's living out there, isn't he? Yeah, one of the greats now. Um, what was, I was going to say, yeah, the Bulls game, the atmosphere was unreal for that, wasn't it? Like, Yeah, it was unreal, to be fair. Um, 
if only I could have given fans send-off they deserved if I knew at that stage that I was going to go. Yeah, but you gave given the right send-off now with the goal you got and the, the <laughs> chip off the crossbar. Um, yeah. That was good, Johnny. Um, we'll go into a bit of questions. We'll yeah, we have a few questions in, Johnny. Um, so we start, the first one I got, I actually, I, it was said to be last night in the pub, but uh, <laughs> Declan Baskell, who'd be a big uh, Cy Rovers fan and local, local football fan, he wanted to know, what's your favourite meal from Aussie's takeaway in Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great part of the man. Um, the chicken nuggets in there are unreal. <laughs> a chip, uh, layered chip and a burger then. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the nuggets boy. are the best out there. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say so. Well, we love a takeaway here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say something TV didn't ask you that question now, something. <laughs> Right, okay, we have uh, a more serious question from it's Everything Celtic, it's a Celtic fan page. Um, there's two questions in this. What's, uh, what Celtic players would you have looked up to when you were younger and what would you like to achieve in your time with the club? Um, players, oh, I don't know, like, I want to achieve everything with the club. I want to win the leagues, I want to score goals. I want to be remembered here at this club. Um, oh, yeah. I want to create a reputation for myself that can just be good and score goals put in work for the team and hopefully bring more trophies back to the club well, that's a great opportunity to win trophies with, with a club like Celtic and um, I think we full belief in you but hopefully um, they get a song for you because Celtic fans are well known for a good chance like for their players and so, so hopefully a Johnny Kenny chant how would you like yeah, now what would be a good one what would be a good chant for Johnny I don't know no. We'll take one up, we'll take one up. <laughs> um, second part to that question, um, he asked, did you speak to Liam Scales or any other Irish, current Irish Celtic players before you joined? Yeah, I spoke to Liam Scales a good bit, to be fair. Um, he was a big part of it too. And I speak to him every day, nearly every minute of the day, pestering him with questions. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's been unreal, to be fair. How do you, how do you use the dishwasher? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go here. I'd say this is one of your... Um, I'd say it's one of your contemporaries from Rivers Town or somewhere who wrote this, Adam Cairns. Oh, Jesus, never. <laughs> he asked you, who's your go-to pool partner in Tommy Max? Now, for people from Glasgow listening, Tommy Max is a, is a pub in, in Rivers Town. I frequented it myself. So who's your go-to pool partner in there, Tommy, or Johnny? Uh, it'd have to be Bomber, Gavin Flynn. Oh, it's good. It's uh, Bomber Flynn. Uh, his name's Bomber. Um, Quite so. He's a great pool player. Is he? Shark. Well, uh, maybe to Tommy's a good pool player, but to the rest of us. <laughs> the man, the bomber. <laughs> okay, uh, Bertie. Yeah, we, we had one in there. Again, I think it's another uh, man of Rivers Town vintage. Carl uh, McKenna wanted to know, when will you make a return to the Harps? The minute he's not playing. <laughs> he messaged me at half two this morning about something so whatever he was up to uh, it was his birthday yesterday so alright that's it and actually I had a pint with Alton I had a pint with Alton in the blue about two weeks ago and he was actually he had a question for you but it's going to have to be heads off some shit off him oh there's plenty of it yeah. I, I think he was arguing for a move to Carlton Johnny but he was going to be off off me anyway <laughs> um this question actually goes for a mate of mine who's from Glasgow, um, Kevin Donnelly. He's a big Celtic fan, so you better impress him. He couldn't believe we had you on. We had a three wheelers up the road, we're telling him. But, um, so he asked first, uh, this is a serious bit of the question. Um, what's your thoughts of Ange since you've been there? 
and because he, he he's it's been a while since the whole sport has been behind the manager. So the Alan Stewart must be good. Yeah, it's very good to be fair. Um, he's came in and he's done an unreal job there up the top. Um, and they won the trophy about a month ago. Um, he's good. He's very good on the pitch. I haven't been with him yet, if I'm honest. Yeah. But off the pitch, he helps me. Tells me yeah. to stick at it, and I get my rewards. And he's been great to bring me to the club. Yeah, we're only hearing good things, and it's probably a bit of skepticism when he first took over. Who was he? But he's really won every brought everyone around, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And his his signings have been top class, if we say so ourselves. Yeah, yourself included, of course. The yeah. uh, the big Celtic, like the big time Celtic fans I've been watching are all grand lovers. Grand, they're all behind them anyway. And um, yeah, I think everyone's behind them. To be fair. Well, that's what you want. And the second part of that question from Kevin is, uh, what's your favorite Rebel song? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> We need to that one, Johnny. Yeah, don't answer that. Who's next? We need a question in for Brian Lynch. Brian wanted to know. Uh, so the question on everybody's lips since you moved to Celtic is, which takeaway in town is your favourite? So <laughs> we do get a lot of food-related questions here because we do be harping on about kebabs and whatnot. So, so I suppose you're away from Riverstown. What's your favourite takeaway? Super fast in Kaluna. Yes! yes. We're big fans. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's the best ever. We love the lads. Uh, they have to get them involved in some way. <laughs> it's fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. Where else goes? There's a few on Instagram, is there? I'll check out. You're yeah, more... so sick after it. Ah, but you're luck, Johnny. That's all right. You're, you're a professional athlete. You can have a super fast every now and then. <laughs> we had one in here from, uh, I think it was from Calvin Lacey. He wanted to know what your favourite League of Ireland ground was. Like, yeah. Apart from the showgrounds, obviously. Um, Finn Park. Finn Park. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, Daily Man, probably. Yeah. Daily Man, to be fair. And there was another one. Uh, Aussie, I don't know, this question's a bit further removed now, but oh, we've asked him. No, I'm not. Sure. Yes. Yeah, Would you ever see yourself back up in the showgrounds? Is a question. I know that's obviously a bit of a strange question to ask when you're only 18. And... No, when he's done yeah, it all at 36 yeah. and comes back. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to play there again. Um, I've only played there one year, really. So, um, yeah, I'd love to one day maybe come back and win something with the club because this year it didn't go to plan. We didn't get to a cup final or we didn't win anything. So hopefully one day get back in front of the fans and play there. I suppose we could do our part by keeping If we keep qualifying for Europe, sure, you never know. We could end up playing Celtic at some point. There'd be a lot of torn oranges inside with that I know one fellow who remained nameless. I'll actually I'll give his name. Shane Ward, he's a huge Celtic fan, huge Rovers fan. But he stated to me that if Rovers and Celtic were playing in Champions League, he would want Celtic to win. Really? No, bastard. No? So nice. <laughs> Good answer, Johnny. Good answer. Um, yeah, JK, hopefully you come back with um, a pocket full of medals at 37 or 38 and a big pint belly on you. And just, just be a big target, man. Um, two years in the showgrounds, two years in Arrowhams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing junior soccer. Um, Oh, come here. Is the hashtag going to kick off, JK24? We're trying to get a corner ourselves. I don't know. Yeah, ah, we will. We have to. Is it stitched into the boots, is it? No, not yet. It's oh, stitched get into it. the pencil. Get it, get it. Is running do that, Johnny, or is it just the number you got when you are in children? 24? No, it's the first number, to be fair. Dara Healy just said, you're 24, and I took it, and I went well with it, so I said, I'm keeping that. <laughs> and uh, following the footsteps of the great Kathleen Cole, of course. Uh, <laughs> 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 has, he, has he given you any words of advice? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your character. <laughs> 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 Fuck your character. 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 Fuck your character.
follow-up interview. Johnny, thanks a million. Um, we're going to definitely get over to Glasgow soon enough and we're going to bring you out after a game. Because <laughs> you were supposed to come at the, the live show. Yeah. We had a few tickets. Yeah, I got COVID. But, um, <laughs> it's, com- it's coming back in April, but you'll be busy. But, um, well, we haven't decided the date yet. But um, you, you actually, there's a bit of confusion with the live show. You thought you were you couldn't come because you were at 21st. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I thought it was the week coming, but it was the following week. You had a few pints on board texting that night, Johnny. Anything else, lads? No, that's fine. All the questions. You've been great with your time, Johnny. Thanks a million, Johnny, and best of luck. And we have a full, you know, you have the full back in here of Sligo, definitely, and everyone else. Yeah, that's right. thank you so much. Okay, that was Johnny Kenny. Great uh, chat with the young man. He's going to make a big lads, and we're going to be right behind him. Yeah. Um, friend of the pod, too. Great man. So it's time for. <laughs> Sligo or not Sligo. Are you ready, lads? Ready to go. Yeah. Roll that theme song. Uh, we've got a good lot of entrants in now. I didn't use them all because I was writing them out myself, sitting in his common town today. I'm going to start with you. Chef today, Kebab. Beg your pardon? Chef Kebab. No, it wasn't open at 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting with Ronan today. Okay. Okay. WV8's rocking chair. <laughs> it's where the great man was sat and wrote many of his poems and sonnets uh, in Sligo or not in Sligo? Not in Sligo. Correct. Uh, is it anywhere or is it just made up? Made up, made up, made up. Made up. <laughs> um, so that's one for Marty. Ross, you're up. Um, lava. In Sligo. Yep. Lava, like. Oh. Kennedy's. <laughs> like, what Lava, you... yeah, just say, next question. Come on. Lava, come on, come on. Lava's not well known. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Could have uh, been a volcano of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for you, Marty. So easy, isn't it? Uh, it's not going to be easy now. Mitchell Curdy Park. In Sligo. Yes. Thanks. Ross, um, Hamburger Hill, Rock <laughs> Not in Sligo. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> not in Sligo. You sure? Not in Sligo. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's up by Gary Clancy's house, isn't yeah, it? Like... <laughs> um, Ronan, um, Siberia. <laughs> Not in Sligo. No. It's a town, a little townland there between, beside the Scarred and Centre of Excellence called Siberia. Look it up. It's in Kalara Strand Hills area. That's a tough one, no. That's, that's a... Well, yeah, look. It's the way they like it. So, Ross, to take the lead. Um... Keelty's Rock Bar. Say it again. Keelty's Rock Bar. Oh, I'm going to say in Sligo. Yes. Ballymote. Ballymote. 3 2 to Ross. Fuck. How, many, how many is there? Just to clarify right 26. now. 26. <laughs> 13, 13 each. 13 each. Yeah. Ah, here. What? Um, here um, Rams Bottoms Pharmacy. It's out there in Eastgate. Rams Bottoms Pharmacy. Not in Sligo. The fact that he gave you an area. <laughs> well, he's kind of trying yeah. to. Um, Ross, uh, Friar Tuck's Bistro. <laughs> Not Sligo. Yeah. <laughs> what was Friar Tuck's? He used to be a chip fan or something, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what was a chip Aaron, fan around called that? Robin Hood. Ross. Um, Ready? For Pete's Steak, Butchers. For Pete's Steak, yep. Find Steak and Clooney. Yeah. In Sligo. <laughs> Ross, um, Susan Sarandon Milner, it's the, they make hats for weddings. Not in Sligo. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
uh, Ronan, it's, um, it's a sporting facility here. Um, Pete Sampras Courts in Kalani. <laughs> Kalani, sorry. <laughs> Pete Sampras, they're named after the courts and the tennis courts in Clanny. They're named after. I don't know if there's any tennis courts in Clanny, so I'm going to say no. Yeah. Not inside. Right? You're off a pick in Clanny. Could be tennis courts. <laughs> well, like, I've been there a few times. Ross, the fox's den. Oh, it's in Sligo. It is. I wonder, they used to do the thing if you bring a bag of turf to give you free pints for the night. Yeah, the fox's mm. den. Just like well, is that the place in Kirchin, is that right? Yeah, no, uh, um, Cash. Cash, yeah. Cash. Um, who's up? Me. Murty, um, the salty chip in Ballymote. Um, no, not in Sligo. You're right there, yeah. Ronan, yeah. Uh, Ross, uh, Gannon's Gravy, it's a factory in Tubbercurry. Gannon's Gravy. That's not in Sligo. The gravy scene in Sligo. There's no gravy factory in There should be a gravy factory in Tubbercurry. 60 new jobs for the community. Uh, um, Ronan. Um, happy endings, Thai massage. <laughs> I'm on the edge with this one now. Uh, not in Saigon. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, in Poland, Tang Yang. <laughs> Ross, uh, Clun Lu. Sligo. Yeah. Uh, Ross drives a lot for a living. Duggan Eggs Farm. Duggan's Egg Farm, sorry. Duggan's Egg Farm. Yeah. Where is it? It's up the back end of Octoray, actually. There's just up chickens and geese and ducks. <laughs> Not in Saigon. Yeah. <laughs> when you tease out the questions, you know he doesn't have it offhand. It's obvious. I'm going to start doing that now. Could you use it in a sentence? Across <laughs> uh, McLean's Bar. Where? McLean's Bar. Where is it? Between Grange and Maharao. Not in Sligo. In Sligo, yes! Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I knew that one too. Yes! Trying to trick me. Oh, tie game. I knew that one. Tie Fuck game. It. How many's left? One, That's first one you got wrong. Three, yeah. Four, the streak is over. Five, six, seven. <laughs> I missed one. No, eight. Ah. Uh, eight. Four each. Uh, Ronan, uh, lock alone. Sorry? Lock alone. A-L-O-N-E. Yeah. Not in Sligo. See, I've said this was sent by RF. And it's both in Sligo and in Mayo. Uh, you can't be given a grey. You're wrong. If it's inside, yeah. If yeah, part of it's inside. Yeah, a wrong one for Link. A tears ref there for... He told me to get that one. So that's, act, that's an actual thing, is it? Yeah, lock alone. Um, <laughs> Ross. Um, knock na shammer. Where the sham sang out. Knock na shammer. Knock na shammer, boy. Not in Sligo. In Sligo. Knock na... Knock na shammer. Oh. Where the fuck is that? Somewhere on Google I found it. Uh, Ronan Cumming. In Sligo. Strand, is it? Strand Hill Road. Yeah, lovely. Uh, Ross, so, um, Gilligan's World. In Sligo. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, one after each, and we're level. One each. Um, oh, Jesus. Who go with who? Uh, Ronan, um, Jimmy Nail Carpenters. Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You've never seen the van? Oh, <laughs> If you haven't seen that fan around, I don't know how he's like at all. Play mind games here. Jimmy Nail Carpenters. Uh, not in Sligo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking you. <laughs> uh, here he is. Game, set, and match. Ross. Match point. Honey, beeswax. Uh, Ross's point. Um, it's just a bees. 
Only place, I don't know. It's a beekeeper's place. Not in Sligo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so a draw after all that. So I keep uh, the victory from last week. So, yeah, so Ross is still He the didn't win the last week. <laughs> uh, 11 each, two wrongs. McLean's bow wrong by Ross. Um, what else was wrong by Ross? Knock the shammer. The McLean's, that's not a show yeah. as well, sorry. Oh, wait, hang on. There's two more left. Oh, oh, oh. Six, suspense. Uh, Marty, the magic road. Ah. In Sligo. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, road. Magic road, Marty, correct. Ross, the salvage draw, actually. And the rusty mackerel. It's not in Donegal. Rusty mackerel is up a sleeve league. Right. <laughs> now we're back at our match. match. Right. Tie game. Um, 11 each. Ronan, you got wrong. Siberia. And... The one ref sent in. Yes. After I'm not reading out my question on the podcast. Today, too. So, um, tie game. We're back in two weeks' time with the next round of Sligo. Not in Sligo. Some good good ones there with happy endings. Thai massage. <laughs> Pete Sampras, Courts and Clanny. Courts, the Aces, Rocking Chair. Well known. And Hamburger Hill, Rockormack. Susan Sarandon, the Milners, the McCats for weddings. Well, they're all made up. <laughs> okay, we'll come back. We're going to come back with... We'll come back with Rugby Ross because it was a, a thriller in that Hamilton Park. Yogi dogi. He's made five, six, seven yards. The great bullock of a man, this fellow. <laughs> right, Roscoe, we're back at rugby, as we alluded to earlier, a thriller in Hamilton Park at the weekend. But oh, excuse me, you're supposed to give me the name of a, uh, you a an obscure player. <laughs> no, go on, on the spot um, now, give it to us. <laughs> Tyrone Howe. <laughs> <laughs> um on the wrong side of an absolute slobber knocker yeah. in Strand Hill in the AAL on Saturday. Well, hold on. We're two weeks since we were here last. There was two matches played. Yeah, I was going to get into that other one. Okay. Oh, was the other sorry, AAL first. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Let's go back to regions uh, last week and let's tease it out what happened <laughs> on Saturday. So, big win in goal regions. A, yes, a, a near perfect performance, I believe. Yeah, look, we got the bonus point with the last play of the game. Um, you know yourself, those fixtures after Christmas are always a bit of a lottery. Anything can happen with the... The good eating and, and, and whatnot, but uh, the boys, credit to them, they're a different breed now. The young fellas, they're, they're in good shape come January. You know, it's a, it's a bit different than what the senior teams used to be like back in our days. Um, so yeah, look, a good a good performance. wasn't our you know wasn't our best performance of the season, but we got what we wanted to do. We got the bonus point, um, four tries, all scored through the backs. Uh, Philip Carter, Cal Gooder got the winner. Uh, Ryan Feely and Brendan Cunningham. So it was a good, a good attacking performance against the Weijans team that are fighting for their, for their lives at the bottom of the table. Um, it doubled up as well as a, a cup match. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, so we are now into the semi-final versus Buccaneers away to Buccaneers. A bit disappointed now. I would have felt we finished second in the Dubarry league. Dubarry Park. Dubarry Park, boy, yeah. I, I, we finished second in the league, so I thought that the um, home and away would have been decided by league position and finish. So we got a home uh, quarterfinal, and uh, Corinthians got a home quarterfinal, so... We sorry, we um, relinquished our home semi-final to double up for that AAL game. So you know, we would have thought that we would have got home advantage for the semi, but apparently it went to an open draw, and Bucks got a, a home semi-final. So playing them in a couple of weeks now. Um, and what was the final score? Sorry, twenty-eight nil. White wash. Twenty-eight nil. So four sevens. Was that four sevens? Four tries, like um, it was four tries. So what? Four big, conversions. Four conversions. Yeah. Sorry, we're getting an abacus out here. <laughs> Is he not a rugby cover? Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, we were actually, yeah, we were good. We, there was quite a bit of a random team. We not random, but we were missing a lot of people with injuries. Um, people isolating as well. So it was good to get the the win. Um, finish the table in third place. So you know, it was. Um, 
good optimism there. So that was last Saturday week. That was last Saturday. And then, and then on the, Saturday, the mighty league leaders, sorry, yeah. Greystones came to Strandhill on Saturday. Correct. Greystones came to town. Uh, highly fancied Greystones. They've been impressive in the first half of the season. Only lost one game to Wanderers, and they were putting up cricket scores on on every team. Um, so. Actually, ever since they announced that only one team was going up, um, effectively meaning that Greystones didn't have it in the bag, Greystones would have thought that they were going up automatically under the, um, the standard rules. But they, it, you know, you can see that they've had a bit of a blip since that's been announced. It would um, be hard though, and you're winning. It would be hard, like any, any other year. You're no you guarantee you're going up. So now they have to come. They have to, regardless, they're into a playoff. So I'll get to that in a second. But um, Wanderers. Uh, just about bet them as well actually in the first game back they had a, a missed goal a missed drop kick and a missed penalty in the last minute and Greystones dug out that win so um, they seem to be winning ugly now when they were winning beautifully in the first half of the season um, so which takes us to our game so look I, I think it was one of our best performances in, in a long long time um, we, we certainly matched them uh, with more scoring opportunities um, our defence was, 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 was phenomenal apart from two, two chances that they took uh, Graceland's physically took every single scoring opportunity they had they hit a drop kick you notice the new thing that you see when we have the goal line drop out yeah. one pass to the middle drop kick boom Oh, so they collected they, your goal man dropout? Yeah, right? collected, Very good. so it's the first time I've That's seen it. It's the type of rugby I like to see. Yeah, yeah. Boot <laughs> the ball. Yeah, so they, um, that was, like I said, look, really clinical. Their number 10, uh, Killian Marmion, no relation to Karen Marmion, but he was a sensational player. Like, just, we spoke about him all week, targeting him. Everything goes through him, get him, get him. It was the talk, both games. We, we didn't get him much. <laughs> he sits back deep, he, he just sits in the pocket. You know, he's got all the tricks, kicks, you know, passes, so, delayed passes. Again, what's yeah. the final score? Uh, 20 points to 19. Right, that's so, the crucial bit. So we'll go to the last few minutes, will we? Last few minutes of the game. Well, I said, with seven minutes to go, we, the scores were 16-13. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were on top. Uh, we'd scored a try that would have put us 23-13 up with, as I said, probably what, 10 minutes to go. Um, and the linesman put his flag in. There was a, an off-the-ball incident. He felt that one of our players... Um, had unfairly rucked one of their players off the ball after the ball was passed out. You know, it, it, the optics of it weren't great. There actually wasn't much in it, but it was right beside the Greystones bench and the linesman was there. So they all rabble, rabble, rabbled and linesman put the flag in. And, you know, once you put the flag in, then... Oh, the rest, sir, sir! Yeah, basically. So we went off and scored a belter of a try straight up. You know, that phase went oh, really? through about four or five hands, scored a class try under the posts. Okay. And, like, you know, celebrating, flag was in. We'd seen it right from the start that the flag was in, obviously, with the dugout beside it. So the referee came over, long deliberation. And did any of the, the like, the Greystones players actually stop? No, the game played on, like, yeah. So literally, um, and your man dived, made an absolute meal out of it. But anyways, oh, uh, referee disallowed the try, gave our winger a yellow card. And, uh, I didn't know this, no. Yeah, gave, our, gave our winger a yellow card, disallowed the try, penalty against us. So that, that was it. It was, it was kept at 16-13. Um, we scored another penalty after that to bring it up to 19-13 Josh Reeves was good in the boot. Josh kicked everything he's really really found his rhythm now um, and he, he'd, he'd, he'd probably I think it was his best performance for Sligo since he was here as well he was, he was brilliant um, and as I said to you look we just I think we just ran out a little bit of steam we, we, had, a two, we had two scrums our own put-ins um, in the last two minutes um, they won a penalty office which we felt was a bit contentious the, 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 the scrum was wheeled it should have been reset the referee gave a penalty they kicked it into the corner, threw it to the back of the line out and mauled over. Then there was only one minute left. Still um, need the conversion, though. Still need the conversion. And he slotted it between the middle, like not a bother on him, you know. Um, it makes just, he drop. Sorry. To yeah, so again. we it, finished. It, finished to get, we're third after Weegens. We've dropped down to fifth. Um, it's a very tight league. Greystones are first in the league now on 47 points. Corinthians are second on 39 points. 
BlackRock third and 35 points. Wanderers fourth, 34 points. We're in fifth with 33 points. Jesus and below Christ. us is Belfast Harlequins on 31 points. Then there's a little bit of a drop-off then in the seventh place. Dungannon are on 23 points. But as I said, the top four... There's no room for error. There's no room for error. You'd imagine Greystones are going to, you know, would be probably the only banker that you can think there. Fourth would mean a meeting with Greystones again. Correct. I said it to their manager after the game. I was like, look, you know, we'll be looking forward to seeing you in the playoffs. And I don't think they'll be looking forward to seeing us, to be honest. So right. we'll be playing them. It'll be away from home, though. Away from home, yeah. But if so. Well, if you, sorry, Sligo still have to make it, obviously. There's, still have to there's, make there's it, no yeah. room for error there. There's is no room it? for error, and every point is crucial. How many games left? There is. Um, What's seven games left? All oh, right, okay. Yeah, so we're we're going to Belfast Harlequins this weekend, so it's 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 a must-win game already. This 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 time of the season, so um, we'll be going there. No need of performance. We actually had eight players unavailable against Greystones, so I just it's testament to the depth in the squad now that we actually we fully believed on Saturday morning that we were going to get a result against them. Um, you know, missing eight fellas, so I think that's just testament to the squad depth that we've built. So what you need um, pushing everyone on, like. Yeah, no, it is. It's a great atmosphere now. We're getting about 35 at numbers uh, on a Tuesday night of training, which is unheard of, and it's, it's really pushing us on. So, um, look, we're looking forward to getting back this weekend. You know, in sport, you always get an opportunity the next week to, 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 to right your wrongs. So. Unless you lose a cup final. <laughs> <laughs> We've all lost them as well, lads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, Ryan Feely, man of the match in both performances, as voted by the players. So, it's, you, know, that's the, you know, when the players are voting for you, you've been pretty good. So, he's been, he's been good. Um, I'm going to go back to last weekend, Roscoe. Yes. I was in Hamilton Park you for, were. The, for the juniors. <laughs> Old Rucker O'Boyle uh, made an appearance. Oh, yeah, I came off the Westport. bench. Came off the bench. It was, I, I made a, a re- back again playing. And I, 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 two minds have been playing again, but I enjoyed it now, I must say. Um, didn't enjoy the results, but um, nice to get on the, on the pitch. Stronger. We were scolded in the stand, a few of us, um, by <laughs> Dominic Story's parents. Um, you come on the pitch. Now, none of this now. We know why you're here. Leave Ross alone. <laughs> <laughs> you're only people in the stands taking over you. Who was with you? Huh? Who was <laughs> I got a lovely, a lovely turnover in front of the stand, did, though. Did. We let a few shows and we seen him come on the pitch with uh, some uh, inappropriate nicknames. Uh, but no, you got over the... the you were actually done a few yeah, turnovers as well now. <laughs> I was happy enough now getting a few turnovers. And I, uh, you're I right, want to yeah. tuck you off now. Well, I know no, you're, I you're No, I know that, sorry, but... Uh, but yeah, it was just, it's one of those things with seconds teams as well, isn't it? Yeah, it was just a tough one. Like, I mean, uh, we had a good team on paper. We always have a good team on paper Wednesday, Thursday. Then you come to Sunday morning and a couple of injuries on the Saturday. Some fella's cat is sick some or something. Some tops-related like, injuries. Some tops-related yeah, 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 yeah. so, like, we just we, we went into the team and we four fellas dropped out and it's just tough to replace four fellas. That, you know, so, Sorry, look, what were you going there for? I interrupted about that where you were going to say something. No, it was just a tough game. So just where the juniors are standing. Yeah, and sorry. now we're, we're, um, we're second from bottom. Went on five points for the season. Monavey three points for the season. One for game, one game left. One game left for us. Connemara away, top of the table. My old, uh, the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah. So look, that's that's us this weekend. Monavey of Tume at home. So the, look, the re- realistically, depending how results go this weekend, we're either going to finish second from bottom or bottom. If we finish, bottom goes down. No, no. So it's it's changed again. Only one goes down. What is this? That's yeah, nice. it's just COVID because they felt because there's you a game. You all year, but here, here's another chance. <laughs> no, but the re- the reason is because of games called off with COVID. So the crack is now we're either playing uh, Monave in Monave in a playoff match. If we win that match, we stay up. If we lose that you match, play the team we first. We play the team that is second from bottom. Second. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. So basically, we have two bites of the cherry. Regardless, we're not going to finish. Uh, we're in the we're in the playoffs. Regard, regarding so. Okay, okay. That's the crack. And just to t- uh, finish off on the rugby report, our ladies had two matches. They had a draw. Uh, at Westport that day, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, they had a draw against Westport, um, which looked morale boosting for a team that's, that's that's building. And they lost the weekend to OLBC, who are unbeaten top of the table. Like so, they're, look, they're playing a lot of catch up there, the ladies, but. 
Um, they're getting good coaching. Their numbers are growing, and it just it adds a nice flavour to the to the, to the club to see them there. Yeah, so. I've seen a few of them. Great mix. With yeah, very youthful and experience as well. Like it's well, that's it's it. Like season. you know, it's like a seconds team. Like you know, or yeah. even a thirds team. But look, um, it's great to see Jesus them growing. Them <laughs> it's, the, it's the first thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it is. But it's, it's growing. I mean, it's a growing team. Like you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's great. There's like. Youthfulness coming through. Yeah, and no, the underage section is brilliant now. They're very competitive. All the girls and their grades. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing with rugby, you want Lindsay Pete retired. Yeah, but she only just took up rugby like randomly enough, yeah. and then became very good. But and most of that generation, that great Irish rugby team, would have played zero underage yeah. ladies rugby because there was none. Yeah. But now the players coming up have actually played underage rugby. Yeah, and and it's a big difference. Th- it has to be a mass. I was yeah. thinking this like them, them ones, they're, they're, like the ones just say back when they won the Six Nations. A lot yeah. of them were just athletes from other sport. Who talk to it quite easily, correct? But now, and they would have had no underage, so it's great now that like there actually is a structure of 12s, 14s, 16s, 18s rugby for women, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's going to make such a difference, it's it going to make a difference. But the game. big things as well, like it's no more than like the underage of, of both genders are playing and astroturfs now and, and whatnot, so the skill levels are going up as well. So you're seeing the game look not maybe it's not for the betterment of the game that's becoming skillful without the, the old passion and and, and power, Golden but Thunder. it's yeah, but up like the, the skill levels are going up. So yeah. it's I just had a thought during the week, it's like them. Older generation have no underage, and now yeah. these ones have. Come, it'll be different. Yeah, the sport yeah. is growing every year. Like, I mean, if you look at the quality of the matches now compared to a few years ago, it's it's coming, it's, it's growing really quickly. Yep. The sevens is on fire. Like, so that's my rugby review this week, lads. Very good, comprehensive. Enjoyed that, Roscoe. And um, we're going to come back with the roundup of our other sports. A sporting event greater than the World Cup, World Series, and World War II combined. Okay, it's our quick roundup of other sports that we're not so knowledgeable in. You might say we're not knowledgeable in any sports, but here we go. <laughs> um, we'll start with basketball. The All-Stars were beaten by the Limerick Eagles in the Mercy on Saturday evening. So, bad result for our men. They go to Malahide at 6pm this Saturday for a 6pm tip-off. That's it, yeah. Tro- um, tip you off. weren't at that, Ron, I thought you were going to watch it? No, I was Saturday night, I ended up, I had to go and they're watching junior football Saturday night, but Sorry, yeah. we're going to get to the complex one of these we days. We are, and Ross, have you touched base with Shane O'Mara yet? No, because I <laughs> asked him a couple of times, he said yes, and we've had to stop, so I'm quite embarrassed to go back to him, right. so Shane, if you're listening, um, maybe you contact me? <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I'll contact him, yeah. But not a, not a great result um, for the lads, and hoping to bounce back against Malahide. And pick your season back up. The ladies were playing um, midweek, I think, against um, the mighty Castlereagh Cosmos. Um, but they had a comprehensive win, 61-16. Siobhan Kilkenny top scored with 15 points and Aoife Leahy hit 12. So the Slide Walser ladies are back in the groove. And that's a 45-point drubbing. So good win for them. That's in... It's all from the Mercy Gym for us. <laughs> yeah, we can't go into any more depth because we didn't see it at all. But yeah. Just to give you the results round up. Um, then to our next sport, axe throwing, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had so the new big one. World number four ranked Kiola McGowan of Sligo and uh, the double bitted axe. Double bitted axe throw. We interviewed her last week. That'll come out in our next episode. Um, so the worlds are happening in August. She's a few few European the, the British opens before then. Mm. So One of the Canada was she in Germany. There's a few. Events. Canada is the, where the world's around. She's trying to raise money, so you'll listen to that. Uh, if you want to get involved, contact Kiola. Um, Irish Axe Chuckers, I think, is her Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram handle. Yeah. And there was a dream of it becoming an Olympic sport. We mentioned that in the interview, yeah. So, and I can't see why not. Skateboarding's in it. Um, she showed us a few. A few. Uh, Axe throwing techniques. Yeah, no, because yeah. of. Um, skill shots. Skill shots, because they're going for the Guinness Book of Record of um, most consecutive skill shots. Yeah, wow, were they impressive? Um, <laughs> you had the, the golf shot, 
and the upside down shot and the one through the legs. Yeah, we actually we have video footage of that. We yeah, we'll release. That. <laughs> um, our beloved cricketers were in Lockray during the week, I believe. They had a good win there in Lockray, I think, did they? They won, yeah. They gave them a, a, an awful Inst- piston. Uh, they declared for... <laughs> the Duckwork Lewis rule didn't come in for rain. No, not, not this week. Um, declared uh, 260 all out. Okay. And... Uh, Inspired, the, obviously, by the Irish um, yeah. Test Series win against the West Indies. And the Lockery, uh Langers couldn't uh, reply to it. So, good win for our beloved cricketers. Yeah, um, they had a new ball and they were, they were throwing well. Yep. Um, Jeez, when summer comes around now, they'll be... Well, it, with a good wicket, um, some, yeah, we're a summertime, summertime team. Um, talk in the air, in the ether, that a dodgeball team could be coming to Sligo. Um, oh. We might hear that more of that in the next few weeks. Yeah. It's anyone in Sligo Dodgeball they can reach out to us and so reach out and there could be trials coming up any uh, updates on SCW that should I thought that during the week SCW sorry uh, sorry uh, first of all back to the Dodgeball um, <laughs> get in contact just talk with Sligo Dodgeball team coming up uh, SCW yes Sligo Championship Wrestling um, surely is, is on the cards now because of restrictions being lifted yes yeah. you'll be able to get a grapple in there yeah and a suplex if you want um, so I think Gino and the lads are trying to do that for Shout, isn't it? Yeah, we'll be in touch with them anyway. We'll be in touch. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're in with that. We've shook hands in a deal to be commentators <laughs> for that. Um, so I think that's all our other sports roundup today. If you want to get in touch, promote your sport. What is it? Tennis, badminton, lacrosse, anything you want. We love it. We love we're it. scratching our heads for content sometimes. So. <laughs> we love them all. And that is our other sports roundup. We're going to come back with um, a very quick GAA. Chance here for Jesse Sloan. Can he score? Yes! Yeah, okay, so it's the week of the Alliance League coming up on Sunday. Um, we actually got, I only seen the emails, uh, we got invited to the, the press night, but it was last Friday at five, and I seen it after on our emails. Right. We need to check the emails more regularly. Okay. <laughs> I was working anyways. That's on the to-do list, so. So we couldn't have got in for the chat, so thank you for the invite. Um, we'll be at the next one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be at the championship preview in New York. <laughs> um, I believe Sligo played Antrim at the weekend and it wasn't a fantastic result or performance um, challenge game up in Tyrone um, things started quite well but kind of got overran after that so we got from championship I don't know I didn't see much about that online that wasn't it was a challenge game behind yeah. I should be probably saying it behind <laughs> <laughs> um, closed doors job Behind closed doors, a young Spillane made his debut. His transfer's gone through. What's um, he like? He's um, long and rangy, I think. Fitness via his game. I wouldn't say he's the... the well, what I've seen him with St. Jude's. He plays in Dublin. like mm. Not massively skillful, but he's a big man and he'll definitely add something to Sligo. He's playing wing That's forward. what you're looking for last year. A couple of big burly men, you were yeah, saying. Kind of, he's not burly, man. He's okay. like, he's not, but he's, um, he doesn't have the transfer, um, contrary to reports. He doesn't have to go to a Sligo club. I know he was offered a villa in Strand Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. So he's with St. Jude's and he's training with the Sligo lads up there because there's quite a few in Dublin. So this weekend is the start of Division 4 and it's a big it's a big league um, league campaign. It's vital for Sligo. And Tony McEntee as well. Last year was shortened and we didn't get out of Division 4, obviously. But uh, Wexford away. Tough tough start. Tough. tough. tough place to go at the best times. Yeah, Wexford Park. Um, I know they put six goals up in Leash earlier in the O'Byrne Cup. I don't know what the, how the next game went for them, actually, to be honest. But yeah, it's a nice, it's a long trip. It won't be easy now. No, that's, it's always, even even in good times, Wexford was always a tough place to go to. Um, tough league, though. It's a tough league this it year. It is like, tough league. No, I, 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 I left be, the league from be, game. Sorry, sorry, go ahead, Marty. It must be the toughest division for possibly ever, like. 
No. Yeah, you could be right. You, you, yeah, you could be right there. I know Derry were in it a few years ago. There's no gimmies at all. Um, Derry ran into your Leach and got to the final, yeah. Um, that was two years ago only. Um, I left the Leitrim game quite confident. Well, actually, after us Roscommon game, I, be honestly, I thought Leitrim were quite poor for the amount of regular starters it out. But Sligo looked at something. I was nose in the dome. And then against Roscommon, I know we're bet, but there were still good signs. Um, so I, would look, I wouldn't look into the Antrim game as much. I think there was a good, a very good first half against Clare in the Challenge game as well, a few weeks, or last week as well. So, like, there is a stronger panel than people think. I believe there's a belief out there it's not a strong Sligo panel. I think it actually is. Um, not saying we'll go up, but I think we'll have a good league campaign, but it all depends on Wexford. Big start. It's on the, and away game in Wexford, you don't know what you're going to get. What's but the second game? It's Carlo at home and then Cavan at home. So, like, everyone's talking about Cavan and Tip. I don't think Tip are going to be, like, Tip aren't going to be as strong as people are making out. I know the one monster two years ago, that might sound ridiculous. But they're not yeah, as yeah. good. They're very up and down. So I'd have no fear tip. Cavan will be strong, definitely. Like Cavan probably will top top it, you would think. Although we have them at home, I wouldn't fear that. Um so it all comes down to this weekend, really, because lose this weekend, you're playing chasing already. But teams will take points of each other in this. It's it's that I don't think Cavan are gonna win seven from seven. Uh, are the do we have four games at home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. So Carlo at home, like I don't know how Carlo are going either. Um, I think we're well with Leitrim, London, Waterford. I put six points up there. Might, might not like me saying this. And you've Carlo at home. That could be eight points. And then you probably only need it. What, two You more? mightn't even need any more. Like you probably, because teams will take points for Now that's just like hypothetical. But I think with the team definitely to beat Carlo, Waterford, London, Leitrim. Now other teams will say they have the team to beat that and Leitrim won't fear slightly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but, Quietly confident, quietly confident. It'd be a big, massive boost up to Division 3. Big time, yeah. We need to a get lot it. of young players coming through. Mark Walsh just looks like he'll start championship or the league at cornerbacks. Oh, Omar Gales, man. Long time since Omar Gales player uh, was a regular for Sligo, so Definitely. he does it all. Um, son of Jerry. Well, yes. You Very man? proud. Is he? Very proud. Dylan was playing for Summerhill, a good Summerhill in the second day. He's a good player as well. Um, so Great genes, obviously. Yeah. He's a big man of stature now. He's always going to produce something. Jerry works with Ross and Power. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm confident like Carabine is back. He's been out to, f- I think he needs to be out to field more. Uh, Nye Murphy seems to be buzzing, in fairness. It's bland. Paddy O'Connor. Midfield could be a slight issue, maybe. I think that's where it has been. So we'll see. Wexford's a tough one, but I think we can beat Wexford. There's always a wind in Wexford, too, Wexford Park. So if we can play smart, two we, points on the board. Have you been in there before? Yeah, a few times, yeah. Mm. Um, it's just down to collect strawberries one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what else did you be doing in the summer? It's a nice fucking trip. It's a fight, yeah. It's a long, long way away. So it all kicks off this weekend, but I think most people in Sligo are going to Markovic on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My own Donegal. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people. Just talk 10 of 11,000 hitting it. <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. I was going to actually... You're going yourself? Oh, I'm going to go up for the luck. You're going. going. Yeah, yeah, I am. We said we I'm might... Yeah. Drop anchor with RF at some point. Our good friend RF. Um, He's talking about Twitter spaces or yeah. space. I don't know. This, that, that piece of technology's gone a bit over my head. Mm, but. We'd love to meet him um, and then, of course. Uh, of course, yeah. yeah. No, he doesn't seem too gone on our, on our content. <laughs> yeah. He always well, pushes it off. If he, just, if he chucks us out a few winners for the league, I'd be happy enough. Yeah, so you know. we hope to catch up with our good friend RF and the Mio and Donegal. But I said it'd be huge right at that game. They're talking over 10,000. Anyways, well, I know Mio have 5,000 season ticket holders, and you know how they are. They're not. Yeah. And I think Donegal have three or something like that. And in fairness, they all always bring a good crowd. And there seems like I, anyone I'm telling is Sligo's going to. Yeah, yeah. Actually, all joking aside, great for the town on Sunday. Great for the town, yeah. Uh, Sligo Park of a Carvery on, I must mention. The sister told me, yeah. Oh, They're doing the ball. Oh, Carvery's back. Carvery is back. 
They do for Carvey under the whole thing. I had, I had a I had a bite to eat in the Sligo Park during the week. Very yeah. good, Terry Quinn. Yeah, yeah lovely. Well, Carvey is on. Derek Carvey is always very good now. For all our uh, Mio and Donegal listeners and Sligo listeners, Carvey is on Sunday from early. Um, I was in the Centre of Excellence twice during the week. Okay. Um, I went to see David Clifford first. Oh yes, well yes. versus my alma mater, LYIT. <laughs> Many people might know that. It was a good game, actually, was it? It was quite good. I believe, though, because my um, my work phone battery went, so I had to have that on <laughs> to check in. <laughs> um, well, it's Clifford. I, know, like... I was listening to Ref today, and then they were saying how good Clifford was. This sounds. Re- I, this sounds. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think he was that good, but he scored two seven. If you know what I mean, he yeah. was just. He just he plays on like there was loads. Of, he, he's very he played in the loop. Now he caught a few good high balls in, but he, if there was thirty yard space, he never he, he wouldn't run out in front, kill the ball. He let the ball carrier come and he played in the loop. And he's so quick them five yards and he's just such a big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was excellent. He scored two seven. Like I'm telling, I'm saying he didn't play that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably a sign of. I hope he seven. calls you out. I hope he hears this and calls you. Out. <laughs> 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 yeah. didn't, sorry, this is completely misconstrued here. What I'm trying to say It's like when you someone scores two seven, you think they're they're everywhere. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. just done his job. You wouldn't even know someone scoring two seven. I mean, that just shows how good he is. Um, Liam Gawn actually was playing centre forward for Letterkenny, and he gave Sean Powder, highly rated Cork centre back, uh, his fill of it in the first half. He got injured then with a hamstring, so Liam not, of course, Liam Tordestrand not in the Sligo panel this year. But uh, I think Kenny probably could have been further ahead at half time, but like the UL have an outrageous team. Like, so. Yeah, I actually had a look at their 15. It's, yeah. it's outrageous. Stefan, a couple of Mayo lads. Well. Board, come on then. I don't know if I pronounce that right. He's just back from, from uh, AFL. Yeah, yeah. He only came on at half time. Yeah, good few Mayo boys, Owen McLaughlin. Yeah, outrageous pace. And the, that was in the dome. The next day, it was out. My other alma mater, Summerhill College. Great to see. I love this game. It was brilliant. It was, it was like back on grass. It was raw. The call out ended again. Now, sorry. <laughs> he said the referee gave one the uh, one the best performance around. I didn't. Think, <laughs> he did let a bit go now. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was it was hugely enjoyable. It was against Ball and Robe. Ball and Robe. Yeah. Um, it was a good game of football. Like last minute point from the captain. Last minute from Sean Clifford at Mary's. What Mary's. was it? League or cup or what was no, it? No championship boy. Oh, round one. Jesus. Um, nice week crowded too. Mary's have a lot of players coming up. Some good players in that team. Uh, one ten to one nine bet Ballinrobe in the first round. Uh, Ballinrobe probably not could have put the game out of sight in the first half, but did a few very kickable frees and went short with. And like the short free did come off, it found its man, and then Summerhill just about scrambled away a few times. You fired them up at half time with a tweet, did you? Well, yes. Right, the Ballinrobe boys come in. Their manager goes chat like he said, chat to yourselves for a second. And the boys are chatting. And the, the captain took over and he goes, "Have you said in the dress rooms?" I, I said it nicely in the tweet. He said, "He's no one fucking from Sligo ever beats a fucking Mayo team, as we said. <laughs> factually, oh. factually very incorrect as well. <laughs> very incorrect. Um, but um, Summerhill had the wind in the second half. And Banrope definitely weren't far enough ahead. And Summerhill always have go- that they have a great attacking team. There was goals. There was definitely goal, a goals, and there was only one goal came, but there was definitely goals coming from Summerhill. And yeah, he ate the words. The tweet was put out. <laughs> Summerhill boys had the phones in the socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on and." Uh, just clipped the points over the bar. Now, Banrobe did look out of it and they got a goal from Summerhill trying to keep ball when they should have just attacked and they would have got a free or a point and popped over put the four points. Banrobe went forward and eventually got a goal in the back net and luckily it was going to, well, it went straight to penalties but Sean Clifford from Mary's uh, stood up. Mark McDaniel uh, was given man the match by Enda as well on the RF podcast. I agree with that. Um, Zach Mahan, a fullback, which I thought was quite good as well. Uh, Sean Clifford... Daryl Boyd caused um, danger, and of course Dylan Walsh as well. 
So, good win. They play St. Coleman's, their old nemesis. Oh, the old nemesis is right, <laughs> um, On Wednesday, we'll be there for live updates. And Attractors play Clare Galway. These are two quarterfinals. So, we'll have live updates on both games. Who's it? They're playing Clare Galway. Attractors right? are playing Clare yeah, Galway. Penny, Clare Galway. 800 boys. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it must, yeah. But you're some hellos at 1,000. That's boys, true. Like, so, that's not, yeah. no, no massive. But then I suppose it, it depends on how many, if they're only playing Gaelic down there. Yeah. Do you know, like just um, any amount of sports played in somewhere else, I suppose. So, it's a double, they're both on at the same time in the centre backs on Wednesday. Is um, one on grass pitches or is one no, on the No, they're both on, they both be on the grass. Like. They both be on the grass, right. So, um, we're going to up this for both games. We're trying to get in contact with an old student in, in, in uh, attractors to updates. Um, speaking of students and attractors, lads. <laughs> yeah. We had one doing a... A project, T.Y. Woodruff project. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were yeah, supposed yeah. to do something with... A logo. A logo with kind of showbiz or thing, and people were doing Ghostbusters, i seen, and all real things, but our man, Connor Marin, he done the Sligo Podcast logo, so it's Connor, great to see. big fan of the pod, I believe. It's great to be inspiring young kids, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it's... it's uh, <laughs> Hopefully we're not uh, corrupting you too much if you're only <laughs> a TY. do a TY stint with us. Uh, we'll find some role for him. <laughs> Super hands in there. Oh, don't. <laughs> so Connor Marin, friend of the pod for life. Uh, you done your. We've got a photo of you with your project there. Thank you. You might do the updates for us. If yeah, you might, yeah, yeah. Let him off. David McAvoy's the principal up there, actually. Let him off, McAvoy. David, let him off. <laughs> I know you from Summerhill. <laughs> um, looking forward to Wednesday, actually, yeah. So two big games, two quarterfinals run the opposite sides of the draw as well. Um, Some hill are strong. I'm not sure how strong the tractors are. To be honest, so I won't comment on it. Claire Goddard's supposed to be quite good. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, is there anything else in that game? No, it was great. Great excitement there in it was college's football. Coleman's, yeah, sorry. Remember Johnny Coggins was their manager? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Coggins. Uh, yeah. Coggins. Coggins. I wonder if right, he's still yeah. around. If he is, he's going to get in the shout. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me. But uh, Coleman's for Summerhill, Clare Galway for uh, Attractors in Bacon on Wednesday in the Connacht College's A quarterfinals. I know Kalashta Ishki played Grange to vocational school today in some game, but don't have a result from that. And other schools running the county. Get involved. We're looking at the Kulas, the Ennis Crones. <laughs> what other secondary schools have we? Ballasadair. Ballymote. Ballymote. Yeah, um, that's what it is. The Tech. Malosh. The Tech. And of course, the Grammar, who are playing in the. What are you playing? Quidditch? <laughs> 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 I know. Okay. Uh, that's the GA. Um, so, Summerhill and Attractors play Wednesday. Sligo hopefully get off to a winning start on. Sunday. And we'd hope for a draw in Mayo and Donegal. Actually, Actually just to go into schools, there is there is a potential of a, a Summerhill Grammar uh, semi-final yeah, final I seen in the, the juniors. Junior Cup, yeah. yeah. I know it's the GA section, but Summerhill put a nice score on North Common CBS earlier. <laughs> they did. They did. They 60-something points. Yeah, and every conversion juniors. was... They must have been under the post for every try because every conversion was... Kicked. Everyone went over, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, we're back with our Rovers Junior Soccer. <laughs> Murty, um, we're, I suppose we're Jake here and you're on, so we better start with his uh, teammate and fellow Sligo man, John Mann. Yeah, John's gone across the water as well. John's gone across the water as well, yeah. Um, there's a lot of worried people around town now from my, my talks to people over the weekend. Um, John is gone to St. Johnson, uh, best leaves with, with the best wishes to everyone, but uh, yeah, it's, there's a there's glaring omissions in the squad now to go down to. Wardy said yes. Wardy reckons we need a centre half, two wingers, and maybe two strikers. 
So that's a lot of players in the season kicks off in four weeks, like. Yeah. Um, um, we might go to we'll go to transfers in a second. But yeah. I seen you tweeting earlier that you reckoned he was the. Ah, he was very. How'd you put it? Best centre have you seen the showgrounds? Possibly, yeah, yeah. Like he's just he was so good, and even with that year out, I put Wesley Charles in front of him. <laughs> well, that big, big Wesley now goes without saying, but I know he's very, very good. I think just his reading the game is unbelievable. Yeah. Just strong, can pass the ball. Um, just, I just always impressed him. Like he, he always looked like he always looked like he was in control of what was going on. And him and Buckley formed an unbelievable partnership. They're, they're like two gazelles playing centre half. You know, uh, he's a huge loss. He is a massive loss. Like you don't. I know that um, undisclosed fee. Yeah, don't know. I've Any heard. Ideas, I haven't no? even heard a word about it. So apparently, Strange. there might he, again. He had signed the contract, I think. Yeah. Um, so well, he was only like he was in. I seen him in CrossFit only two days ago, or three. I wasn't in CrossFit. I seen the photo off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it must he had the training squad. All the way up. It must have come about pretty quickly, all right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. He's off, and um, I think he'd be a success there. It's, it's, it's they're might be, fighting for their lives in the yeah, SPL. Yeah, in SPL, yeah. But they won. I think they won the two cups last year. So yeah, yeah. Um, like to be like outside of Celtic and Rangers. Like they be, they will be seen as a big club over there. So, Perth, Perth yeah, he's got a race course. I know that. So, hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I know best of luck, John. So, he's been yeah. he's been brilliant for Rovers and the Ballads of Air Bomber. Yeah. Um. So, as you said, uh, new blood is needed, and that started today with Aidan Keena. Aidan Keena, yeah, yeah. So he would have he would have um, Buckley would have managed him at Pat's in by 2016, 2017. Um. So yeah, he signed today, much needed. Uh, Falkirk. Striker. Yeah, striker. So he went so he went from Pats to Hearts and then he was on loan. Hearts. Hearts, yeah. Hearts of Midlodian. Hearts of Midlodian. Been 11 appearances over three years for Hearts, but would have been on loan with Queen's Park, um, Dunfermline, and then he signed for Hartlepool for a year and then has been at Falkirk since. Right. So, look, it's... Do you know don't what, know a huge, huge amount about him. Don't know a huge amount about him, but we need a striker. So, uh, yeah, let's hope he hits the ground running. Um, again, it's only... It's just not that far. Like, we were getting fixtures for junior football for the next few weeks. And realised that one of them was a night Rovers were playing bowls in the first game of the season. You know, it's it's four weeks away. You know, three weeks. It away. is very close. Yeah, it's, it's uh, around the eighteenth February. Eighteenth Feb- February. Yeah, first game against home, at, at home to bowls. So. <sighs> <laughs> rehearsals for a wedding <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah look I'd say there, was there a has to be more to come sure. be more, there will be more to come like that kind of thing came out of the blue no one knew where no knew, yeah. this, so. and usually actually with fellas that sign like this you hear a bit of word beforehand yeah. nothing about this so. like Jeff Horsfield for example yeah <laughs> yeah. you'd hope there was a couple more in in, in the balance what's wrong there it's a with what's well, yeah, you do forget we have signed, like we have signed, like we signed with the squad. Yeah, yeah oh, with, with the squad. Yeah, we have signed a couple of players from Har- like the lad from Harps and the lad from Derry, like there and there. No, right, so. uh, well, no, I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> there was, although I did get sick for that from yesterday again in the bub about the, the Paddy Kirk shout. But yeah, Kirky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paddy Kirk's gonna be a great player for us. I always, I always said it. Fuck you, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry, uh, uh, again, a t-shirt under the jersey, just running over a cup in the air. Like, uh, <laughs> Hopefully he hits the ground as he's running. We're bit, me and Ross are massive fans of Paddy Kirk here. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of Paddy Kirk. I just said uh, organise a sit down, Sicilian style. <laughs> uh, um, Longford friendly postponed. Yes, yeah. So they have a game this week against that loan, is it? That's the first out in Seoul. Yeah, that's what we first out in the city. Yeah. So and the usual friendlies are going. I yeah. presume the Strand Celtic. Sorry, I must mention Strand Celtic's fifty. We'll mention it during the talk, but I presume they're down to play Rovers in a friendly. I presume that'll be before. Well, I'd say be, I assume it'll be before the season starts. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, oh, I know Strand have a lot on too. Yeah, Strand have an awful lot on as well, as well, actually. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know. No, they might they could play it in the summer. You could still get Rovers yeah, on a Sunday when suppose, yeah. you know, they might have played on a Friday and you'd still be able to get a decent Rovers team out. So, so. so at lo- 
I presume Longford's gone, well, it could be refixed, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not usual. The usual pre-season. I won't go away. Harps, I think. Token uh, Mew team is usually good enough to... Usually, yeah, yeah. That's usually where they start, actually. Yeah. But uh, no, look, it's, it'll be... It's, Transfer is the name of the game, so really. Yeah, and it's not going to be long before it's back. So no. it's not worrying times, but it's getting a bit... You know, the season is very close, I think. And the, someone yesterday about, or the other day about it anyways, but uh, like you did 150k from Johnny plus supposedly six figures from John Mahan. Yeah. Then last year's European money and then back on this year's European money. There should be a small amount of money. You would think so, yeah. No, I, in fairness, but I would, what I would say about Buckley, and Buckley said it the first year he came here that he wouldn't waste the budget. He wouldn't time players for, for the sake of it, which... And we don't know what the budget is anyway. Yeah, no, we don't. And look, Rovers have an awful lot going on between, must mention, the women's team. Yeah, we're first, them next, yeah. Yeah, uh, but like Rovers have a lot going on between all the underage teams and the women's team and the men's team. You know, there's a lot... You know, there's a lot of outgoings there for the club, and like obviously the main incomings for Rovers are coming off the gates and the season, season tickets, tickets yeah. and you know, so... Yeah. Interesting few weeks. Interesting few, few weeks. weeks. Yeah. Big few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Rovers women's played their first ever game yeah. on the Saturday, 6 3 against 6 3 wins. Yeah, I wasn't around now for it myself either, but uh, yeah, good to see that they got a win. Good crowd up there. Um, yeah, big crowd in the Sean Fallon Centre. Um, so, yeah, no, I know. the weekend, Hansbury is back or in Katie Melly. Um, yeah. Oh, I have it here. Sorry. Kira Henry, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a big goal. She scored a hat-trick, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going win the 1-6-3, so um, they start, I think they start the week after Rovers, so right. definitely be able to get up for a couple of them games as well. Like, I think they're going to have a, a big support for, uh, for for their opening few games. Anyway, look, and it's it was it was needed. It was time it was needed. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it can progress, actually. It's been mentioned to me a couple of times as well. I just said I'd get it in there, but hopefully it can progress into uh, a, a local league. I know there was... Four or five years ago, there was attempts to have a ladies' local, like a junior junior yeah, league yeah. equivalent. Um, I know that Strand, there's plenty of teams around the county doing great work with underage girls. Well, teams. I was at my daughter's game yesterday. She played St. John's, we're playing Strand Celtic. Yeah. And um, she must have been like 16, 17 girls in each team. Like, yeah, yeah. Weekend. And that's but it's just when they get to 18 or 19, they have nowhere well, to that's, go now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true as well. But it's like the rugby. That's, that's like they have the base us. now. Yeah. Like ten years ago, they probably what? They wouldn't put a senior team together if for there's love 12, and 12, money. 14, 16, the whole way up now. So they're going to be playing with their club the whole way up, and then eventually they will progress. Yeah, yeah. So it is. Yeah. So again, I think that'll probably be years, but yeah. yeah. I think that'll be the next thing in the pipeline is that there'll be a local women's junior it's league. One thing that GA now I know it's LGFA have done excellent. Excellent. The girls. It's yeah. So and that's where you're fifty thousand at. At their finals. finals like, yeah. Yeah. No. They're they're miles ahead of the sports. But not like a good like. Down the strand zero yesterday for strand St John's under twelve girls and fairly enjoyable and I tell you not to be su- surprised because my brother was actually walking was there he goes geez they're good enough <laughs> yeah. but seriously they are like and, yeah, that's, yeah. and that sounds so that sounds awful but like they yeah, are, the girls are, so yeah no because they have it now and it's normal now it's again brilliant. this is about the fourth mention I think Gordy's got in this podcast but he manages Colry under twelve girls well, they as well yeah they don't have yeah it's done and there's plenty going on so yeah look it's all positive news I think for uh, women's sports at the minute. Yes, uh, so Rovers women up to a 6-3 win against Con Rangers. Right, let's hit the junior soccer scene, Marty. Um, we'll yeah. start with the Connor Cup. Yeah, I suppose it wasn't a great weekend for uh, Sligo Leitrim clubs. Uh, I think the only all-local fixture in the Connor Cup was us against Ballasadair. Um, Ballasadair emerging victorious on a 3-2 score, uh, score line. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't think we were at our best, but I must say 
Ballast of Air came with a, with a plan. I actually going to have to give a, a shout out to, to Belvedere, Mike Bassett, uh, Adrian Barrett. Oh, um, Summer Hill's Adrian Barrett. Summer Hill's Adrian Barrett. Yeah. Bozo. He, he was <laughs> the Belvedere Bozo. He, uh, he was giving me grief before, before during, and after what? the game. Yeah, he reckoned I'd be very quiet on the podcast tonight because we lost. But I don't know. I, I don't feel I'm that way when we lose, but sure, we yeah. might be. We're not in school anymore, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, Bavis and I thought were, uh, so they were excellent for 60 minutes and they, they were 3-1 were, were up at that stage. Conor Davies' second goal, I absolutely loved. His yeah. touch around the way he spun Billy with that touch. No, he, he surprised everyone and the finish was excellent. The finish was excellent. And actually the first goal, the finish with the first Gary goal from Anderson, Gary Anderson. He caused big trouble the first half. Excellent finish, right. There's some good, they're, they're, they're a good team. They're, they're well, it's some turnaround since the 14-0 drubbing that made the headlines. The Woods, um, yeah. The Strang, actually, sorry, we weren't on last week, obviously. The Strang game, where they're training down the third minute. And 1-4-3. Because I was in a year giving it to Manor. Yeah. Someone texts me, how does Strang do? I check Twitter, 3-0, five minutes left. I go, oh, 1-3-0. I got home to Twitter four, again. 4-3. Yeah, and actually... Wardy again there. It's all good tweets. The Wardy section. Where does Murty go from here? And <laughs> someone goes, usually the Blue Lagoon. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Restrictions yeah. yeah, ref was looking for the old... Uh, that was after the man again. Um, but there you was, said, though... Sorry to interrupt you, but you said at least it wasn't three league points. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. No, look, look, at the end of the day, look, uh, like, the everybody knows the situation with the league now at the minute. So, uh, actually, just mentioning that Strangham, that was a big chance for them. They could have closed yeah, the gap. Yeah, I, was chatting about um, manager, player manager out there. I he, think, he was saying that as well, and I felt that. They were right back in it if they were. I like, think they thought they were going to catch us too. Like, they do, you know, they, they do. They, 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 well, they did definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I mean, with I, I suppose <laughs> we're a bit all over the place here with the two weeks. Uh, but I suppose when Carby lost to Cliffney after, and that set things open again. Sorry, that was after our last pod. That was after our last Jesus pod. Jesus Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, and then, but they bounced back. They scored 11 goals, conceded yeah. them. Yeah, so now they were very, since they were sensational against Manor on Saturday night. I didn't get they put five either. past Manor, now they were very, very good. So I suppose, look, the way, I, I was, sorry, we're a bit, all, I'm a bit all over the place here, but yeah, fair play to Ballester in the win. They definitely deserve, over the, for that first hour, they definitely deserved it. They had a plan. They stuck very to it. Now, they tired in the last 20 minutes, but they put so much into it that they did. And deserved they, their win. They deserved their win, yeah. Um, um, and Strand were up in Galway about Crockwell 3-2. Strand by Crockwell. So last, that's, last, last minute. Yeah, uh, they, were, they, were, they were two were they behind. They were one down in the first minute. They went two up, one up, and then Crockwell equalised and Dylan Martin, who's a lot of goals in the league. A lot of goals in the league, um, yeah, yeah. He's a very good he, player. He... He won it in the last. I seen the goal. He won it in the last few minutes. Uh, St John's didn't have a good day. They lost. No, they lost. Him and Marie, they lost to Maria Moore, who we played a few years ago. Maria Moore was strong, strong yeah, 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 to be very strong. And then the f- other Connor Cup game involving a slide with him. Our hearts went down two one to Clare Myers. So yeah, we're actually heading into the last sixteen, and Ballisler and Strand are the only two left in it. And actually, because oh, yes, in the Shield, Colry got beat by Ballinrobe six three, and Ballygally lost four one to Shivan Rovers. So not a good day for us. Like no, the last two standing now are Ballisler and Strand over the two cups. So best wishes. Hopefully, they yeah, can continue to fly the flag. There, folks aren't now because the league is gone. So well, yeah, it, look, it probably is. But uh, <laughs> he got onto me the other night that I'd said about. No, he texts, tell Moriarty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Points back. He goes, why'd you say it? I go, you told me to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, he's, if he's calling me out at three o'clock yeah, in the so morning. I mention again. Um, but, yeah. um, so just to the league, so Carvery played Manor in the league on Saturday night in the five minutes, as we say. They, yeah, so they won five the Back to five points, they have two games in hand. No, they're now back to two points at one well, game one, in hand. Sorry, yeah. one, two at one game in hand. Exactly, um, yeah. So that's, as it stands at the minute, and then MCR, they were actually playing on it. They won, uh, they beat on at 3-1, uh, sorry, yeah, they won yesterday as well, so they've moved up to the third, so yeah, as it stands, we've played 15 games, 37 points, Carberry 35 points after 14, then there's a bit of a gap then back to MCR, uh, they're on 29, and then Strand are on 28, so I suppose Strand are nine, game, nine points behind us, 
with seven games left to play. Well, where are we catching eight? They're not going to catch you and Carberry. No, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, that would be the, the, the thing I would say. They, they might catch one of us yeah. if one of us go on a bad run of, exactly. run of form. But, um, yeah, look, um, as you said, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the league game, I suppose, which is the only... Which is going to be our focus at the minute. Like, I don't know. You know, it's like Carberry looked very good now. I'm going to say something. Now, and I, I, I know a lot of friends in, in Carter and all. Go on. Club. I actually used to play, I played Carberry as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think... The Cliffney game is the kick up the areas that oh, yeah, well, they need it big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're it's, just gonna it, I think they're gonna push on now and it, it's yeah, look, they're a very good tight. I've, yeah, I've said it, yeah. You, have, you probably have to beat them. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to beat them in the game you play them in. Yeah. Well I think yeah, that's look, the only way you could win the league. You'll probably have to win all time games. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's sorry, yeah, that's nice for saying. Yeah, that, sure, yeah. look, you know, like we're you know, at, at right. the end of the day, I think it's been a, it's been a few years since Oh, the, the league has oh, got no, to this no. point where there's actually still probably two teams yeah. going for it. So just um, got to kick at the probably at the wrong. It was a few weeks on down the line, maybe. It's harder, yeah, yeah. And I, like even like with the feats, like we got kicked by Strand. Yeah, Strand, you know, there before Christmas. Yeah, and they did, and then but then we bounced back in October, and we were. I thought we were good today away to MCR as well. So look, it's very, it's it's all up in the air at the minute. Um, we'll just I don't know from our side of things, like and Carby are going to be saying, I'm just going to have to try and keep winning games. That's it. The game against Kirby is scheduled for about four weeks' time, but you can't be looking like we're away, we're away in Cliffy on Sunday. You can't be looking past that game. We just have to no, try and win I every. I thought actually the fixture uh, computer might have left you to live last <laughs> game. Of the it could have, but it didn't. But, um, um, no, it's, it's exciting, and there's huge crowds going to the games. Huge like, crowds I, going to I the love games. going to soccer games, and there'll be behind his home from London. He hasn't missed a game. He's all over the town. Yeah, games. no, it's huge. And every game I go to, like it doesn't yeah. matter who's playing. Like yeah. even if, if there's a game on in McSherry, a Premier Division game, yeah, there's people. There's loads of people. Face, level, it's good. Always a good atmosphere. Yeah. That Cliffney Carberry game, the three-two thriller, um, was three-one. Yeah, three-one. Sorry, um, it had everything. It had everything. It yeah. had it ref incidents, um, tweets after games, uh, goals, <laughs> goal line clearances, counter. It was brilliant. It was it was a Wednesday night treat. Yeah. And, sorry, no. We'll we'll go on to the fixtures next week. Do you think um, so many games have been played in Astro at the minute? Will we have in two three weeks time Wednesday night, or will it draw the season out? No, you see, the, the thing is, like, I don't think we've ever been like played so many games. So this many time games. Here. If Strand are the yeah, same, they've very they've never. And, and like even usually, Kirby, like Kirby, are still in the junior cup. That's because the Astro. Yeah, oh, it's because of Astros. Like Kirby would because they would go usually further in the cups than any other yeah. team. They're usually they played way too, yeah. way games behind. You know, they usually have two or three games on hand on teams at this stage. They're still in the FA Junior. They're in the junior cup. I think that's scheduled for the thirteenth of February. I'll check. I know we'll we'll have a podcast before it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, they have that big game against Oliver Bond. Just as well, just to mention the Premier League before we do go into your predictions. Oh, yes. uh, there was a big win for Kalani uh, away to Chaffpool. Yeah, he's um, out actually. Kalani um, got out of jail. Chaffpool, yeah. a few decisions went against him. Uh, where? That was out in, in London. Yeah, he was at it. Um, yeah, uh, very unlucky by Chaffpool. This was a smash and grab by Kalani, but that's what they're doing all season. So, yeah, uh, but it, ha- it has sent Kalani top of the league. Top of the league for now, um, as we say, yeah. Um, um, but a, a great game and great advertisement for football out in Bundaden. Good, good to hear. Yeah. So they just to, to sum up the Premier League, Clanny uh, are now three points ahead and Saint, of St John's, uh, who played one game more, and then Glenview have moved into third. They're in a great run of form on twenty-seven points. Well, up the hill, and they've got a few signings around January. Yeah. They're yeah, pushing yeah. them on a bit. They're pushing them on. Yeah. No, they could be. Gino had the checkbook out. They could be. So it looks like a four-way battle. Although Clickglass and Scrone are quietly climbing up that league as well. They're, in, they're, they're into fifth. And quite an active Twitter account now. So they do. Yeah, yeah. It is good to see. Great to see. There should always be a football out there. Team yeah. out there. They've lovely. They've a great facility out there. So, anyway, 
We will go into predictions for this weekend. Yes, we yes. are back with just league action. So love it. We'll go back to we'll start with Super League. Friday night lights in the quarry here. Ballastair and home to Carberry. We'll go to that. Uh, Ballastair and the Crystal Wave. Carberry, a wrecking ball for him for the last two weeks. <laughs> um, the fourteen nil I suppose etched in the mind from the summer. I'll go. It's tight pitch. I'll go four one. Four one Carberry. Yeah, I think. Like, uh, Gary Anderson and Conor Davey up front, Ballester, will cause them problems at the back. Yeah, yeah. But Kirby, yeah, full one. Yeah, and then moving on to Saturday, um, in Strand Zero, Strand are home to Marvel, half seven kickoff. Um, yeah, I think Strand will keep going. They're, they were buoyed by their win yesterday. I've seen some videos from the bus home. 3 um, 0. 3 0 to Strand, Strand yeah. Celtic, yeah. So then Super League on Sunday morning, we have Ballymud at home to Anna. It's a big game down at the bottom, other end of the table. Big game, yeah, the East Ligo Derby. Uh, 1-1. 1-1. Uh, Good at Walford Park? Uh, yes. 1-1. One, 1-1, one, so one, one. yeah. Then Manor are at home to Arrow Harps. Manor unlucky. Um, quite impressed them against you. Yeah. Um, obviously, then Carberry was Carberry the night, but they didn't have a strongest team, I think, against that they had against you. I've seen it. Um, Harps, um, still reeling over the loss of Johnny Kenny. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll take Manor will take them 2-0. 2-0. Uh, then it's Cliffney at home to Cartram down on the Mullockmore Road. I think this is a massive test for you now. It is, yeah. It's not a nice place to go. No, ter- um, on a cold morning in general. Cold gen. morning. It was called Lofkin's Carry for East Coast. That could be a risk, could it? It was, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what... The, I think there was a lot of rain the night before that, yeah. so we've actually had a couple of good um, weeks. So they're a very tough bet down there, and obviously a good team, as you've seen, against Carberry. They're missing a couple of players that night Door, against Carberry. Yeah, young Jack Dow. Well, I know he's, I think he's, he's still in the 20s, but he's well up the league with scores. Um, and, of course, when he has Stone's throw from the nudist speech there. Isn't <laughs> um, Let's hope that doesn't prove to be his attraction. It's a big one for you, Marty. Oh, it's huge. Every game is huge, um, I think you'll just scrape it. The two boys up front will always get a chance. If they take it, you'll just win. I think 2-1. Two, one. Two, one. Yeah. And then MCR at home to Real, Real Tubber. Male Coach Road versus Real Tubber, yeah. Uh, two of the great names of Sligo football. Um, MCR, I'm a soft spot for MCR. I think they're a lovely football team. <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're third. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, yeah. They're flying yeah, like some, some fellas there with outrageous medal connections. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Um, no, they're a good side. Yeah. 3 0, MCR. 3 0, right. So then just moving quickly on to the Premier League, we've on Saturday night St. John's at home to Ballygall in McSherry Park. Big it's game for John's. John's yeah. back. Um, Valley Rovers get them hand their air system there if he's back. And then, of course, in the Cup as well. So they could, uh, they could crumble. They need a result. And they're going to get a draw only 2 2. 2 2. Then the two former teams in the league, well, outside of Clanny, I suppose. Um, Kilglass and Escrown against Glenview up in Michael McGowan Park in Enniscrone. See the boys on the hill, they'll, they'll have the Dooley Express going up there, will they? Uh, um, they're in good form. They'll, the Glenview, yeah, they've they've some good players there. They'll uh, win 2 0. Then Colby Bowes in bad, bad need of a win home to drum hair. Bad need, yeah, slip up uh, big time the last few weeks. 1 um, 1. Um, ben Bulbin. The Derby there, the Parks Castle Derby, I think. Well, it's that's called. correct, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Bulbin against Gertrude. Look, only one winner there for me, Gertrude 2 0. Uh, then in at two o'clock, uh, our everybody's second favorite team, Chelsea United at home to Valley Rovers. Valley Rovers riding the crest of the wave. Valley Rovers crest of the wave. They were told. Uh, I think your manager told people on Ocean FM to watch out for them. <laughs> they were second from bottom of the league when he said that. Uh, but a massive win against Johns. Um, who would have played? Chaffpool, sorry. Yeah. I've beloved Chaffpool. Um, I like Valley Rovers. 2-1 Chaffpool. Hugh Marin with a double. Yeah, and then, so rounding off the weekend's fixtures up in Carrick. It's Carrick Town at home to the new league leaders, Claddy United. Yeah, I was actually having lunch in the Bush Hotel in Carrick there yesterday and I bumped into the Carrick manager and he said, few injuries back, teams are good. We had a bowl of chowder. 
and um, training's going well. I think that's up in Carrick at the railway Stadium. Like the railway station, yeah. the railway stadium. Um, only one winner for me, uh, Carrick 1-0. 1-0, okay. And, yeah, that kind of rounds everything up, I think, so... Yeah, that was good, I enjoyed that. And, we've, of course, Johnny Kenny there as well in our, earlier in the yeah. show. So, yeah, I think that's football rounds up for another couple of weeks. Football rounds up, and that's nearly us, lads. Uh, good show. I think about that. Yeah, um, strong, strong performance. Strong performance. Uh, Conor Marin has got to shout it again, or T.Y. Or T.Y., yeah. <laughs> Something forgot to start the show, and big news, of course. I'm, well, it's not big news, but live show. Yes. Yes. So restrictions obviously lifted suddenly before since we we're on last. So we are in the process of selecting a date. Selecting a date. Yeah. So it looks like it might be sooner than we thought. Yeah, yeah. sooner than we thought. Tickets. Uh, of course. Like the most of us. Restrictions go up again in the month. Restrictions go up again in the month. Maybe. So let's get yeah. it done. We'll try and get it, we're, we're trying to figure dates out. Um, yeah. While everyone, we'll just let it settle a wee bit maybe. Yeah. And trying to figure dates out. Tickets still. Um, Stand. Any tickets bought were valid, of course. Yeah. And. Yeah, good to go. So we'll get that out soon enough. Uh, thanks, Johnny Kenny, lads. That was enjoyable. And back in two weeks' time, we're going to be fortnightly. Um, must say to you, if you can, rate and review. It helps get the podcast out there, and it helps us. Thank you. And we're back with the Axer, Axe Lady in two weeks' time. Kia ora McGowan. Up the Jokers. Up, Up the, the Jokers. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is to you. There's plenty of other women out the crowd. Walk you around the one second, the whistle is gone, the and slide over is out of the track here. By the river side, the no, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Oh, he's Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.